SMS SAFM now on 41391. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhez Omapete on SAFM. Let's talk about effective deployment of technology to address a whole host of otherwise socio-economic deficiencies. Well done to you, Dr. Reinhard Krier, Research and Developer in Voice Computing at the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research. Talk to us about this wonderful initiative that you have undertaken at a PhD level to address those who are blind and or visually impaired to read mathematical equations and diagrams engaging this special software that you have come up with. Good evening, Songezo, and good evening to your listeners. Uh, yes, so um, the background of the study is that um, especially diagrams are currently uh, very difficult to come by in an accessible format if you are blind. So um, plain text can be easily read by blind uh, readers because uh, we use specialized software called screen readers that basically reads out text that on the sc- that's on the screen. But uh, when there's a diagram or other graphical content, that is a bit more difficult because that cannot be announced by, you know, by speech. Mm. So my research focused on, uh, on making those inform- that kind of information accessible um, to blind and visually impaired readers. How did you get there? What agitated for this? Or what was the curiosity on your end? Um, so it's... It, uh, sprung largely from my own experience as a student um, since my undergrad i realized and i experienced that a lot of textbooks that i need that i needed for my studies were inaccessible so um, especially the more stem related science technology engineering and mathematics mm-hmm. subjects um, contained a lot of diagrams and equations and uh, i must say there are standards for making equations accessible um and there are uh, ways to make diagrams accessible but of course uh, a lot of public sh- published works do not adhere to that standards those standards so um this research was specifically in um you know how do you get access to that it material when you don't have an existing option i suppose let's talk about this because the phd itself is titled technical document accessibility now, you developed these methods in the Faculty of Engineering at Stellenbosch University. Specifically, this is all about electronic engineering with other technical aspects associated with this. But could you walk us through the, 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 the core of the research or the academic advancement that you have now in this context advanced by using technology and deploying it effectively to access information Talk to us about the software, yes. how it was developed, and how perhaps at a practical level it is engaged. Excellent. Right. So um, just to describe how diagrams are, are usually read by a blind person, it's usually done in a tactile form. So um, I was interested, what if you don't have access to a tactile form? So um, my research uh, built on previous research for uh, converting graphical material into sound. And uh, so to give an example, if you have a diagonal line from top left to bottom right, it would sound like a descending tone. 
Um, what I added as well was uh, when you're using a tablet with a touch screen or any other device with a touch screen, you can move your fingers around on the touch screen and then hear what's underneath your fingers played by sound. So in that way, a blind or visually impaired person can explore the diagram piece by piece and uh, explore specific parts in detail. You talked about this is accessed through the tactile sense. What if in a certain instance one doesn't have that facility available to one? In other words, one's hand is impaired and is not in a position to engage even the ordinary Braille material. Would your study, would your software address that person and his or her shortcomings in that regard? Uh, Yes, I believe so. Uh, Given that the person, um, you know, can, can listen to audio, um, that is a, a very valid use case. Yes, I, I believe that is that is an advantage. Am I correct? And if I'm out of line, you put me back straight. Are, are, are you one who has a visual impairment? Because this sort of ingenious technology oftentimes is moved by one's personal experience, or if not personal experience, then an experience which is within very close range or proximity to one. Uh, yes, I was born blind, and uh, I studied as a blind person. So I'm, I do have the life experience uh, um, of uh, trying to access information, and sometimes getting it, and sometimes not having access to it. What are the broader access questions to information that I would never be sensitized to, only because I've got full sight? But for you, the opposite is true. I'm not necessarily saying now detail your experience of being one who is blind, but these are the challenges that, for that matter, are easily surmountable if we just listen differently at a policy level, at a government level, at a private sector level, whatever. If we listen differently, improved just this one aspect which creates opportunity for A, B, and C through your experiences. Um, So um, I think uh, your listeners would, probably remember there's been a lot of discussion uh, especially last year's about the book famine that blind and visually impaired people are experiencing and that is particularly noticeable with uh, uh, technical uh, subjects Um, so I think the first prize would be if material is published from the outset uh, by publishers and other entities in an accessible format, in a format that adhere to the standards that blind and visually impaired people can access it in whatever way works best for them. Now, you are an engineer, obviously, specifically referencing to STEM material, which is a science on its own, which is very difficult to access with all the resources available to and including that of eyesight. Now, we're talking about the paucity of reading material or access material in the general sense for persons with visual impairments, and then specifically with STEM, which is a a science, a science on its own, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, access to material, the complexity of that, and then converting all of that material to a format that can be accessible to the Reinhard Krugers of the world. I suppose the challenge becomes that much more pronounced. Yes, um, but I believe I believe there there are ways to accomplish this, and uh, um, that's largely to do with the way we 
in any case, write science-based information. So um, one finds that that a lot of um, mathematicians would write their their documents in a way that's actually readable by blind and visually impaired persons. And then, um, you know, when it goes through the publishing process, what you end up with is a PDF document that is uh, sometimes possible to read the text, but it's it's not possible to read the, the equations. The diagrams are a bit of a different story because you need access to a tactile uh, embosser to produce these tactile diagrams. And as you pointed out earlier, if you don't have access or you're not able to use the, the sense of touch, then um, then that is, of course, not an option for you either. So um, I think that is a place where this uh, method I developed could still be useful. Um, but I think um, there's, you know, the, the technology needs to, to work together to create a, a world that's usable and accessible for everyone. Do you have any claims of IP to this technology that, say, would prevent its distribution? I'm just thinking of its distribution would be particularly helpful, at a minimum, for instance, education and recreation. Access to information at a recreational level, but specifically targeting the development of those with such impairments at an education level. Would this software be easily accessible by the institutions of state and private sector where appropriate for the broad and mass distribution so that the right to education and the access to leisurely reading at least would ensure that this critical mass of persons have made inroads in how they engage the society, particularly material, learning material especially? I'm very interested in... Uh and uh, finding ways to make it accessible to everyone. Um, of course, this was developed as part of my PhD, which was under uh, Stellenbosch University and also um, the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research as a studentship. So um, we we have those conversations, but um, yes, um, um, I, I hope that this technology would be available to everyone who needs it. What has been the response from the university itself? Um, I, I think the university understands the, the, um, the usefulness of this method and, uh, they have been very excited so far. So, so I'm very hopeful. Talk to us about working with professors Thomas Niesler and Phoebe DeVette from the Digital Signal Processing Research Group in the Stellenbosch University's Department of Electrical and Electronic Engineering. Especially how you 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 started this, formulated it to them, and the initial conversations about the best way forward. Um, yes, yeah, so so uh, a lot of the idea came about as a conversation between me and um, my supervisor Thomas Niesler, and uh, I think uh, Thomas Niesler, uh, Professor Thomas Niesler, and Phoebe Devet both played a significant part. In um, you know guiding me uh, to do this research, and but I must must also add, um, as a blind or otherwise disabled person, um, you know you can you can achieve a lot if you have the right support. And I think both my supervisors um, 
provided that support uh, in the way they provided uh, comments, for example, on my work uh, in a format that I could read them and, uh, um, you know, um, notice easily what I have to to address uh, and so forth. So, so that goes a long way for a disabled person to create an environment where you can achieve uh, your best. And I think they both uh, did well. Is the technology compatible with existing written material such that perhaps we can fast track the access to information to those who are visually impaired? In other words, this very piece of paper that I'm holding in front of me, would the technology allow it to convert in such a way that you would be able to engage that material? Or are there special um, processes yet to be involved to make sure that it's widely distributed? Um, so, so what I focused on for my studies was the the interface part, the the way of conveying the information to the blind or visually impaired person and allowing them to explore the information. Uh, with reference to the paper you're holding, so there are some technologies already available for converting at least the text on that paper into a format that blind and visually impaired people can access. Um, however, I think my method can definitely slot in there and essentially give the print disabled person the means to to interrogate the the material whilst it is converted to an accessible form if if i can put it that way yes so um yes well, that's some interesting developments on your part. Well done to you for having the mental fortitude to push on despite what difficult may, difficulties may have been in the way, but especially advancing science, advancing access to information and engineering in the sciences, especially as you have. I mean, this, this is certainly not something we have heard the last of and our very best wishes accompany you as well as the entire team at Selimosh University, Reinhardt. Thank you so much, and thank you for the opportunity to speak to you. Dr. Renat Krier, researcher and developer in voice computing at the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, having recently completed his PhD at the University of Stellenbosch in the Department of Electrical and Electronic Engineering. His PhD title is Technical Document Accessibility, using technology to access, in particular, diagrams and graphs using the tactile image the sense of touch 2131 that is the time a conversation